Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, thank you for joining me for yet another podcast and thank you for the love that you showed me on the previous podcast. I think it is a good way to start 2021 with 29 lessons for my 29 years here on earth. Um, I've had a lot of feedback about that particular ed- episode, especially on um, the part where I talked about the forgiveness language. So the guys who'd not heard about it, their guys who'd heard about it. And so I kind of wanted to um make sure that people understand that the forgiveness language, when you look up uh look it up online, you'll find that it's the apology quiz. And it's really, really extremely important that you understand what your apology language is like for example i could give an example of myself and my apology language is somebody recognizing that they have done wrong and actually recognizing exactly what they have done wrong so i think for me that 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 is really like from the quiz i could tell that it was what it was the answer that i got from the quiz but it was also something that rings so true in my life for me if if you did if you do something wrong to me i would for me i think sorry is not enough and so i feel like it's very important that you tell me okay i am sorry yes but not not but not but because but negates the sorry but i'm sorry that i did this and this and this and it, it affected you in this and this way then i will be able to understand that you actually thought about it and you are able to come to that conclusion it shows a bit of effort on my side but everyone has their own apology language there are those who think that sorry is enough and that's them that's that's their personality trait that's that's how they've always perceived apologies and forgiveness to be like and so it's important that you do it just to understand yourself better as i said in the previous podcast having um a good sense of who you are or having a deep sense of self-awareness is one of the best gifts that you can ever give yourself in this lifetime because it will make you live an easier life in terms of understanding who you are and creating boundaries for yourself, but also understanding the people around you if they are also self-aware. Self-awareness is not just a gift to yourself, it's also a gift to the people around you, especially the ones who you're really close to and the ones that you love deeply. So anyway, I'm going to go straight into episode two of season two. I'm really so happy that um we've been able to get into season two. Um, it 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 actually brings me so much joy. It, it gives me so much thrill to see that I've been able to churn out information or episodes that are very um helpful to people, and they are very amazing. <laughs> if I may toot my own horn. (laughs) Anyway, so let's get right into it. So I'm going to tell you a story of back in the day. must have been, wow, those are like so many years ago, over 20 years ago, when I was learning how to ride a bike. So essentially then my small brother was not yet born. So it was just my elder brother and I. 
And I remember my dad bought us two bikes. Um, So my brother got a yellow TPT bike. You know, if you lived in Nairobi, you definitely know what TPT bikes are. They were like the bikes back then. I don't know what, what's in the market right now because I haven't um kind of like bought a bike in so many years. But the TPT bikes or the bikes back then, they were it. They were like the Mercedes of bikes, you know, like German bikes. Okay, they're not a German company, but you get where I'm going with this. Anyway, so my brother got a yellow TPT bike and I got a red one. Um, And so the the bikes came with the stabilizers, which are essentially like the tiny wheels on the side of the back wheel so that they can help you like become grounded as you ride the bike, mostly in the kids' bikes. You know, like kids' bikes come as tricycles, but as you get older, you get a bicycle with stabilizers. And so that's what we had. And for a long time, my dad kept on saying, I think we, I think it's time we remove these things. I think it's time we remove these things. And he kept on saying, no, 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 we're not ready. We don't want to remove these things. We're okay. We are. And, you know, the funniest thing is that I had such an enormous, um, like, it wasn't, like, I, I really admired. Yeah, I had such an uh, enormous admiration for the older kids in the estate who kind of rode two-wheeled bikes and they looked absolutely cool doing it. But for some strange reason, getting myself to be able to say, okay, I think it's time we remove the stabilizers was a hard task. And I remember, I think it's just like that fear. I don't know, fear of the unknown. What if I fall? What if I, I, I can't stay stable? And, you know, it reminds me of the quote that's, that, um states um what if i fall and and the answer is what if you fly and i think of course as a kid probably didn't think about that but then one time when we went to the village so we'd go to the village probably almost every end of the month my parents loved going to kitui so some weekends would take um the ride with them back to the village of course for me it was very accelerating because I loved to go and see my grandmother and so this one time we go to the village and we had this pickup I'll never forget we had this pickup back then and my dad would like load the bikes um on the back of the pickup and then would huddle we'd huddle like <laughs> it is so funny he would the front seat so it, it was just a two-door pickup and uh, back then I had a lot of um chest issues asthma the like so I wasn't allowed to ride out in the bike in the back of the of the of the pickup but would ride uh, about five of us on that front seat and I remember just my dad driving and then I'd be right next to my dad and then it would be my mom and then my small brother and then um my elder cousin it was th- those are like really fun times though um so this one time ago to Kitui and we have the bikes and and so this time I think my dad had already pre-planned this and he says you know what today's the day that I'm removing the stabilizers and you're gonna do it so my dad has been those people who kind of see the potential in you in you even when you don't see it in yourself and he propels you towards your potential and um, so that's always been the kind of person he has been especially to me and um so that time I remember my dad just like kind of got this partner and he 
remove the stabilizers and back then our our compound in the village was not they hadn't done the, like the landscaping and all so from my grandmother's house it was sort of like a hill going down downhill to the end of to the other side of the compound and i remember my dad said we're going to remove the stabilizers and you're going to go down the hill i was full of anxiety my goodness if i could have peed, peed on myself i could have then and i remember when it was my turn i got onto the bike and he kind of gave me this slight push and i went down this the, the hill with this two-wheeled bike for for the first time in my life so i can tell you like the stages of emotions from the top of the hill to the bottom of the hill from the top of the hill at the top it was definitely anxiety i was like oh god this this is not what i want to do <laughs> i do not want to fall i'm not looking forward to this but i was full of uh, uh, anxiety like right at the top and then i went down i was, I was going down does this emotion that was building up and it was excitement and acceleration i was like what you know when your adrenaline just just kicks in and you're like oh my goodness and then i got to the bottom of the hill and it was like and then i did this amazing turn i never forget like it was an amazing turn i feel like i was those you know those bikers you see on tv or some of you are like actual bikers and you do this i don't know if it's real if you do this so we just so i think it's back then we used to play a lot of um cycles on the computer there's a computer game called cycles for motorbikes and they would do this turns across the corners and they looked absolutely cool and that's exactly what i did like i kid you not like it was so cool and i remember when i got to the bottom of the hill it was there was a sense of achievement and i remember going back up and saying dad let's do it again and i went down again and again and i was like what it just reminded me of a video where will smith says talks about what's on the other side of fear and now that i think about it what was on the other side of fear was a sense of achievement that i hadn't thought about i was letting fear tell me that i could not ride a two-wheeled bike and i was going to be destined to riding with stabilizers for a long time but that gentle push that my dad gave us that day that was the beginning of my love for bikes all the way all the way and sometimes it just helped me understand that sometimes in life all we need is that push you know you need somebody to tell you hey imagine it is possible whatever your whatever is clouding your your mind right now is just an entire state of fear and it's what is causing causing you not to achieve the things that you want to achieve and it's it's also coupled with what we call an imposter syndrome and aside from imposter syndrome we have people who just generally have a lack of belief in themselves sometimes it's just self-sabotage you know it's self-sabotage that tells you ah if you try it it's 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 gonna go downhill and not in a good way faster than 
you think it is it's not worth it just don't do it so that you don't break your own heart you know and sometimes it's just having the wrong voices speak into your life and it's um it's one of those instances where sometimes the voices that speak into your life don't come from a bad place that those that come from a bad place that don't want to don't want you to succeed but most times people don't understand that the wrong voices come from people who mean well for us people who generally want to either protect you from being disappointed or hurt or um they just don't want you to explore to a side that you could possibly fail and they don't want to see you go through failure and most of the time that's mostly our family and our close friends and so sometimes you have to figure out how do i go through how do i go past imposter syndrome and this is a topic that i've been having with a lot of my friends and especially the ladies you know like people constantly saying i want to do this but i don't think i'm good enough i don't think i'm qualified enough and that time you're looking at this lady and you're like you're absolutely brilliant you're brilliant i do not understand why you do not see that for yourself or you know that for yourself but you're not convinced that you're brilliant to the point where they expect you to be and it it causes a lot of us not to go for the things that we want to go for it causes us not to even apply just just simplify it apply for jobs that we are absolutely incredible at or ask for that promotion at work because we know we are absolutely good at what we do or even ask for that pay raise or even ask for like a good salary when you're interviewing because you're thinking okay what if they yeah what if they discover they're paying me so much and i'm not worth that money and there's a lot of questions that go into our heads most times when we are trying to achieve the things you're going we are trying to go for the impossible and we are mostly held back by fear and at times you have to sit down with yourself and say okay look 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 ashley you are look megan or look i don't know james <laughs> you are incredible one you're worth every good thing that comes your way you were smart you know you I, i'm i'm really trying not to quote the help for those who who have watched the help but those words that that self affirmation helps you um pass surpass the voices of uh, the voices that come into your head saying that you cannot achieve the things that you want to achieve or you're not good enough or you'll never be good enough or you're not smart enough or you're not beautiful enough you're not worth it that those the moment you practice self affirmation you are able to understand that there is a part of me that is incredible is absolutely incredible and there's a there's a part of each and every human being that is incredible it is for them to dig deep in themselves and tap into that and say you know what i was made in this amazing way i have the brains to match it i have the charisma to match it i have the personality to match it i can be able to do this and this and that and so one of the things that i have been thinking about very 
like of late is that I need to surround myself with people who will speak life and encouragement into me. And by people who will speak life and encouragement to me, I'm not talking about yes people. I'm not talking to, about people who won't be able to tell me that I'm doing the wrong thing or I'm doing something, I'm going in the wrong direction. You know, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, you don't need to surround yourself with constant yes people because yes people don't help you grow. But you also need to constantly surround yourself with people who speak the right words into your life. And I'm going to give you an example that I regret. I think it's a point of learning for myself also. So many years ago, probably about, wow, over eight years ago, um, I remember a friend of mine had this, wanted to do this big project then. And I, and I thought to myself, is she serious? Like, is she really want, does she really think that she can actually do it? And I remember telling her specific words. I remember telling her, hey, I think you need to cut your cloth according to your size. Yeah, I really did say that. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I regret it. Because she actually used those words to go and achieve exactly what we thought she couldn't achieve. And she came back to me and she said, you know what, you told me that I should cut my clothes according to my size, but I was able to do it. And I remember saying to myself then that I will never discourage anyone from achieving their dreams, no matter how outrageous they sound, as long as they're not criminal. <laughs> because at the end of the day, they have to be legal, you know? But as long as they're not criminal, I will never, ever discourage my, anyone in my life from achieving their dreams. In fact, I will do the opposite and bug them to go th towards their dreams. If I have to constantly remind them, if I have to help them, if I have to pray for them, I will do that. And one of the things that I made sure that I would do this year... When I started the year, there's one thing that I told myself that I would constantly do. And that is to speak life into people and speak blessings into people's lives. Because I understood that there is power in the tongue. You know, we used to, I think I've said this in like a previous episode. We used to have, um, when we were in primary school, when we were in primary school, I remember we used to have like these signs on different walls around the school and corridors um, that would give like words of wisdom. And there was one that I remember on the corridor, on one of the corridors, and it's in, in actually read, weigh your words before you air them out. I think I've mentioned this before, but that is a statement that I've, ne I've never forgotten. I was in that school over 15 years ago, but I remember those words, weigh your words before you air them out and one of the things that as I said that I said this year that I will do is that I will speak life into people I will speak life into the people around me I will speak life into the friends and the family around me if anyone has a dream that they want to pursue I will speak life and blessings into that person's life and I will constantly check to see whether 
they are going for whatever they wanted to go for because it's we have so many troubles in this world we have bad days we have good days we have days where we don't want to listen to anyone it doesn't serve you any purpose to be able to discourage anyone from achieving the things that they want to achieve it does not serve you any purpose whether they achieve them or not that's another thing that's that's another side of of the coin that you will deal with when it gets to that point but as long as they have a fire in them to do something no matter how outrageous it sounds then your work as a person in their lives is to be able to un- make them work towards that dream it's to be able to encourage them to spur them to enable them to see themselves from a point of view where they would otherwise not have seen themselves or other people would not see that in them so it is important that you learn to speak the right words into the people that are around you and i could give you so many examples of people around me who have gone for the impossible you know i i have seen people apply for jobs that even i was like okay yo in my head i'm like wow they are really going to do this and and despite what i think my work was to be able to tell them hey how can i plug in to make the process easier for you how can i plug in to make it um a bearable journey for you because you know when you're going for things that are huge and sometimes you feel like they're out of your depth you don't need you just don't need people to tell you oh you're good at it you you can do this you are amazing sometimes you need people to hold space for you you also need people to plug in in different ways to help you achieve this dream and it's just one of those things that as a human being you need to learn to do so that you're able to tell people okay um I understand that you want to start this and this business for example for me if you want to start a business and your main mode of of marketing is online I give you like the the experience that I have the knowledge that I have just to be able to make your work easier whether you take it or not that's an whole other story but I but you get where I'm going with this so anyway my key lesson for today is uh make sure you take those chances you know apply for that job apply for that i don't know fellowship apply for that uh master's degree or phd apply for that executive course um apply for yeah i know there are people who are trying to apply for things like i don't know citizenship yeah whatever you want to do go for it when it comes to shooting your shot do it i mean what's the worst that can happen i know a lot of people are like but the worst that can happen is actually rejection and human beings are created to innately fear rejection and one of the things that i learned was it last year but one a friend of mine attended like a leadership conference and we're asking her what what were like the t- key takeaways from you got personally from that conference and i remember she talked about um 
try uh, the whole thing about not being afraid of rejection. And so we started that uh, small exercise, you know, tiny exercises, like, I don't know, asking people for things that you normally wouldn't ask them for, you know. And if they said no, you'd be like, you know what, life goes on. Or trying out things that you normally wouldn't try out. And saying, you know what, if it works out, cool. If it doesn't work out, we move on, you know. And rejection can be so hard to swallow. But at the end of the day, as I always say, there's always something on the other side of fear. So reject the fear of rejection is what could be making you not go for that amazing relationship that you that you're destined to have. It could be making you not have those amazing friendships that you would otherwise be destined to have. Probably not even it would help. It would make you not go for the jobs that you're absolutely going to be great at. Or even just general dreams that you'd be amazing at. And so one one of the things is just take that chance and go for it. Go for the impossible. If you're a Christian, I will tell you our God, our God handles the impossible. Like he's, he's like the master of the impossible. And then one of the things that you need to also constantly do is believe that you're worth it all and that you can achieve it all. And one of the things that I realized, one of the, I've had a conversation with a friend just today and they, and I told them, this is the thing for years. I did not hear a lot of affirmations from people. And the fact that I did not hear affirmations from people did not diminish the value and the worth that I had innately. And so now that I hear those affirmations from people, from friends, from family, I am constantly, sometimes I, I, I question and I say, but are they, is that true? But innately, you know that that is true. What they're talking about is very true. So you have to get to a point where you believe that you're worth it all and that you can achieve it all. If it does not come from you, it doesn't matter how many times people sing that song to you. It will definitely go to deaf ears. So create an avenue where you believe in yourself and where you take chances for yourself. And then you see things working in ways that you did not think you, um, were possible. So that's the end of my podcast today. I hope you will learn something today. And that you will remove the stabilizers in your life and ride that two-wheeled bike into the sunset. Because that's literally what we did that day. Alright, see you next time. Bye-bye.